This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Wrapping up hour number two here on Hurt at Sports Radio on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. We are joined now on the War Horse Sportsbook Hotline by Adam McClintock, the college football professor, co-founder of Matrix Analytical. Adam, how are you this morning? Good. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Good to hear from you. I was saying, I'm glad we could get the technology working today, Adam. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're not. Listen, we're still frozen, but we're not buried in snow. Well, we're a little bit, but the roads are open. So hey, that's, let it go. That's I can't let it go. Um, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam, I, it's actually kind of better that we waited until today to get the full interview with you because we've had quite a bit of coaching movement over the last few hours here, uh, or last few days, not hours, sorry. Although we had have, have had a little movement this morning where uh, Brent Brennan from San Jose State, has it's been reported that he's been offered the Arizona job. I want to start there, and then we can kind of work back on the dominoes that led us there. But uh, your thoughts on Brent Brennan off the top of, my, off the top of your head? I'm not going to lie to you and say I've watched a ton of San Jose State football, but I kind of look at his record there and I go, it's a little underwhelming. I'm, I'm a, a little surprised Arizona maybe didn't take a bigger swing than that. I'm with you. I, I was. I was. That's a little lackluster of a hire there. If that is <clears throat> who they're going with, I thought that at least they would at least go talk to Jeff Trailer at UTSA or, mm-hmm. or or somebody like that who uh, has a little bit better of a resume. Um, but you know, Brent Brennan does have a a, a um, he's he does have deep ties into the West Coast, and if that's what Arizona is trying to do, then then I then I guess that's the only good reason to go talk to him. But it's. I'm, I'm with you. That 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 would be a, a, a lackluster hire, in my opinion. I think there's other guys out there they need to go talk to. Well, if you look at where Jed Fish ended up, it's it's a good spot for him at least uh, to go from Arizona to Washington, moving into Big Ten football, which I think is a, a very good move for the Huskies, seeing as Fish has Big Ten experience um, on his resume, uh, and you know, plus Arizona was a cover machine this year, so um, I have a kind of an <laughs> affinity for Jed Fish, um, and I bet other sports betters out there also share my affinity for him. Uh, what should Big Ten fans be? Expecting from Jed Fish in year one in a new conference that looks different from when he was last there. Um, well, I, I think <clears throat> you're, 
he's he's an excellent coach. Okay, that 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 was a good hire by Washington. I think they wanted to kind of keep one foot in on the West Coast, which he you know he he does have some history on on the West Coast. Um, actually, has some history in, in in Pacific Northwest, being you know with with Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> he's he's kind of rooted in both places. I think you can you could expect an, off, uh, an offensive head coach who is who is going to be able to score points. Um, we'll see what he does for his defensive coordinator and and how he you know decides to to, to go with that because that was what, if, if Arizona had an Achilles heel this year, it was there on the defensive side of the ball, and that you know as people who, who follow the Big Ten, you know, you, know, you have to play defense this conference to, to win consistently. So um, we'll see if he gets to that side of the ball figured out. But he is a, a, an excellent offensive head coach, and I think that's what we, we can expect to see out of him in the Big Ten. We're talking with Adam McClintock, college football professor uh, and uh, co-founder of Matrix Analytical. I, I saw a tweet. I don't remember if it was from you or from the, uh, from the Matrix account, Adam, but I, it seemed like you were teasing a – candidate for the Arizona job that you thought was would have been a really good fit and a clear candidate I'm assuming based on your response that wasn't Brent Brennan can you tell me who that was or is that is that part of the business you can't share yeah I mean it, it was that was you know we're not working for Arizona so I can tell you <laughs> <laughs> my man <laughs> that was Jeff Trailer. I mean I, okay sure I yeah what what that guy has done at UTSA? I mean, and not only the results on the field have been excellent, but look at the coaches he's he's found and hired. You know, look at his his you know for for a relatively young coach at UTSA. Look at look at some of the coaches that come out of his program. You got Will Stein at, uh, at Oregon. Mm-hmm. You have you know a Looney who, who's Illinois. You have you know, and he's he's continually been, he's continually been able to to replace those guys that have have went to, to Power Five programs and still been successful. So I think I think Jeff Trailer would have been an excellent coach for Arizona to go higher, especially since Arizona is going into the Big 12, um, uh, which you would think they they would want to get a foothold in the Texas recruiting mm-hmm. at that point. And, and there's not very many college coaches that are respected more in the, in, the, in the Texas high school football scene than the Jeff Trailer. Adam, another kind of I thought puzzling thing over this this kind of three jobs that opened up when Kalen DeBoer went to Alabama was it didn't seem like Ryan Grubb got serious consideration for the Washington job. Were you surprised by that at all? Or I'm curious what your models think of Ryan Grubb. Because it, it seems for a lot of people hard to separate Ryan Grubb's success from Kalen DeBoer's because they've kind of been hand-in-hand hand the whole way. Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, he, I think he was up, con- for, up for consideration, but I, I think he was probably – if if Jetfish would have would have politely declined the job, which we all knew that was probably not going to happen, then I think they would have they would have went to to Ryan Grubb at that mm. point. But for 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 a program that is is moving into a conference like the Big Ten, that uh, you know it, the Big Ten is 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 it's a coaching Shark Tank. I mean, <laughs> there's there's no there, there's no better coached conference in the country. So that would be a really tough place for a a. a a coordinator to to step in at a place like Washington and, and, and try to cut his teeth in a, in a conference where there's just not a lot of you know leeway week to week. Adam, if you followed the odds of you know who was going to be the next coach at Bama, it started with Lanning and then that got pulled off, and then it went to Norvell and that got pulled off, and they finally landed with with DeBoer. And it had me thinking, you know, just based off of 
the way Kalen DeBoer carries himself and, and the way we've seen him coach stylistically, is he the closest thing to replacing Saban in terms of analytics or at least in terms of what the analytics tell you or should Bama fans be expecting an entirely different system program under this new leadership now in our in our rating system uh DeBoer is you know he's a top five head coach in the country I mean he's you're not you're not dropping very I mean you can't put him next to Saban because Saban's arguably arguably the best of all time Mm -hmm. okay so you don't want to put him on that pedestal but he's he's of all the coaches that are out there, he's not—he's he's probably the best you're going to get. Okay. The only thing that concerns me about Kalen Dubois going to Alabama is he's not ever really been known as a powerhouse recruiter. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even at Washington, his recruiting classes were in the 30s, right? So that is going to have to change when he goes to Alabama because that recruiting is really important, especially to, to the folks in the SEC who follow that stuff really, really close. Um, now I saw that he did hire Kane Womack, you know, from South Alabama, to be his defensive coordinator, which which is awesome. I mean, that's that's an awesome hire by by Kalen to start off with, and that'll get him some some Southern ties down there. But he's going to have to find a couple guys on that staff that can that can recruit the South and, and do it well. You mentioned uh, Womack. That's according to what you guys see. That was a really good hire for him. How did he grade out while he was at South Alabama? Oh, he's as a defensive coordinator. He's he was one of he's one of the better ones in the country. I mean, he, you remember how he was in Indiana, and, mm-hmm. and it was when Indiana was was up and really humming. It was it was Womack and, and DeBoer were were the coordinators, you know. And as soon as they left, Indiana fell apart. So I mean, that that kind of tells you exactly what who was you know what was driving that success right there in Indiana. <laughs> so I I think I don't think it's I don't think it's coincidence that the, the first hire that Kalen went out and made was he went out and hired uh, Kane Womack. Um, Kane's the uh, uh, he's the best defensive coordinator, defensive coordinator that Kalen's ever worked with. So I think that 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 would uh, that's that's going to Alabama fans should should be really really excited about that hire and and, and should be excited about what's to come. Uh, Adam, I want to circle back to something Andrew kind of hinted at a little bit ago. Um, he mentioned some of the other candidates for this Alabama job, whether it was Lanning, Norvell, Kiffin. Obviously, DeBoer ends up getting it. You mentioned that Kalen DeBoer is a top five uh, college coach in the country, according to you guys. So was he the highest rated guy out of that group as well? Yes. Yeah, he, he was the highest. Who's, highest who's next uh, out of that group? Out of that group? Out of, let's see here. You said, you said Norvell. You said Kiffin. You said Lan- Lanning. Uh, Lanning. Lanning. Um, I think the next one out of that group may have been uh, – it's either Kiffin or Norvell. Mm-hmm. I don't have it right in front of me, but those two are pretty close. I think Norvell would have been a little higher than Kiffin. But yeah, uh, but those bo- those two are both um, towards the you know the next tier down, top fifteen type guys. Mm-hmm. Um, DeBoer is he's he's the next level up. I mean, he, it's Saban, it's DeBoer, it's 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 Kirby Smart, it's you know uh, Jim Harbaugh. And, you know th- those guys are are, are, the t- are Chris Kleiman. Those guys are are, are the are, are the top top tier in college football right now according to our our, our ratings 
Hey, I want to take a little bit of a local look here, Adam. Got about a minute left. Um, this was back in early January. I saw that you guys shared that, um, you know, you, you were doing your All-American staff, and Rob Dvorak ended up being um, on, on the third team there, being the linebackers coach at Nebraska, 29 years old. Just how have you seen him really develop at Nebraska just in one year time? Oh, it's tremendous! It, for 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 a first year coach to make the you know uh, you know our, our all American staff, that's that's tremendous. You know, if, if you look at some of the names <clears throat> on that list, those those are guys who have been in in the, in, the, in the industry for six, seven, eight years, right? So for for a guy to crack that in his first year, that's really saying something about what he's done at Nebraska and and <clears throat> what he's going to going to continue to do. Um, I think he's got a future DC written all over him. And uh, I think, you know, he's one of the ones that Nebraska really needs to fight to, to, to hold on to. That's Adam McClintock, college football professor, co-founder of Matrix Analytical. Adam, I anticipate some other Husker assistant news coming in the near future, so we may have to call you back, but we appreciate your time as always. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Professor. That's Adam McClintock, college football professor, co-founder of Matrix Analytical. Coming up next, we got Mike J. Schaefer from Husker 24-7 here on Herd Sports Radio. Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.